Boom! Shake the room, Fire Nation. JLD here with an audio masterclass on how to self-publish a bestseller. And to rock the mic, I have brought Anna Vosino. She is a voiceover talent, comic, and best-selling cookbook author who just launched her second low-carb cookbook, Eat Happy 2, which is actually sitting in our kitchen as we speak. In Fire Nation, we're going to talk about how to keep your sanity when Amazon throws a massive wrench into your launch plans, to build a fan base when you still have a full-time job. It's not super easy, but Anna's done it. And what it means to actually grow your audience versus deepening your connection with your existing audience, because those are two different things. And so much more as soon as we get back from thanking our sponsors. The One Funnel Away Challenge from ClickFunnels supports you from day one through day 30 to help you get your funnel live in just 30 days. Join the next One Funnel Away Challenge for just $100 at eofire.com slash funnel. That's eofire.com slash funnel. Today is the day, Fire Nation. The doors to Knowledge Broker Blueprint are open. What is KBB? It's a groundbreaking system created by legends Tony Robbins and Dean Graciosi on how to take the knowledge you already have and share it to create next level success in your life. Visit kbbbonus.com to learn more about KBB+. Plus, Check out our amazing bonus experience we're including free for anyone who joins KBB using our affiliate link. That's kbbbonus.com. Anna, say what's up to Fire Nation and share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. What's up, Fire Nation? Um, <laughs> I, you know, I'm a proud member of Fire Nation, so I feel like I'm speaking to myself yes. as well as the rest of Fire Nation. So something interesting that people don't, probably don't know about me uh, is uh, that my, my husband is also a comic and we started a dual stand-up act about marriage. Uh, we started writing it two years ago and we started putting it up recently. And it is insane that we, that two people who've been married 20 years would put it all out there. And I realized why you don't see that a lot. And that's because usually <laughs> comics aren't dumb enough to marry other comics. And they're certainly not stupid enough to put their <laughs> marriage out there on stage and make fun of each other in order to make other people feel better about their relationship. Did you make up new lyrics to I Got You Babe and sing that from stage? Um, No, but I'm writing that down because that's obviously <laughs> something we need to do. That would be brilliant. We don't have any songs yet, so I think we need to explore that. Well, I love that. And fire Nation and is a dear friend. Like I said in the intro, her new cookbook is gracing our kitchen table. So every morning I get to see her smiling face when I walk downstairs to go hit my new Peloton. Yeah. Smiling and ladling. Ladling and smiling. Ladling and smiling. So pleasant. Oh, what I love about you is not only do you listen to entrepreneurs on fire and have you done some really cool things in your life with, you know, comedy, etc., but you are totally an entrepreneur and you've self-published yes. a bestseller, which of course, is the title of this audio masterclass today. So let's talk about you self-publishing a second cookbook. Like, Talk to us about the journey you went through, some of the lessons you learned, why you did it. Share with us. Well, I was lucky enough the last time to be on your show to, to promote Eat Happy, which was the first cookbook. And then I thought I'd be super clever and call this one Eat Happy 2, T-O-O, because <laughs> um, who doesn't love a grammar joke? I, uh, I, when I published that first one, I was like, I am done. Like, I'm not going to do this again. This is insane. I felt exhausted. I felt burnt out. And then I realized I needed to 
uh, I needed to keep writing recipes to update the blog because you just have to keep producing content. And the thing that I found over the years and also from doing, you know, almost 1200 episodes with Vinny on the Fitness Confidential podcast is like, we have to keep producing content. It doesn't stop, you know? And, and so I, it's kind of like one of those things, like when you get in there and I, I start wanting to write a recipe, well, then I write another one and then I write another one. And then what if I did this? What if I did that? And then I realized I had like 40 or 50 new recipes. And so I was like, all right, well, I need to write a hundred more and do a second book. And I thought it would be out a year sooner because I, I did have that 100% sophomoric attitude mm. of, oh, oh, I got this. Got it. I've already done this. I know how to do this. And so I, I'm sure we'll get into it. But like I made so many sophomoric mistakes that I didn't anticipate thinking, well, I've, I've already got this. I know how to get at bat at this, you know. So it, it was but then it, it, three years later, the second one is out. And here we are. And now I'm writing new recipes for a third one. And I'm saying, what are you thinking? What is wrong with you to myself? <laughs> let's let's go ahead and dive into a couple right now. I mean, what are the couple key mistakes that you made in this kind of sophomoric experience that you just look back and be like, Anna, what the heck were you thinking, girl? I have really dialed in how to write a recipe quickly. And when you do that, you have a tendency to overlook certain things. So I thought that like, I was like, uh, there's going to be the first round, the first book had so many typos. It was such a mess. I had to reformat so much stuff that now I know how to write a recipe. It's not going to take nearly as long in the editing process. And I was 100% wrong. It took the exact same amount of time. Mm. Um, And that's because you just have to keep looking at it because every time you look at it, stuff will jump out. And despite having, you know, four proofreaders, an editor and myself looking at it so many rounds from let's say March, let's say a six month editing process of going back and forth. It's still, uh, there were still a couple of typos that I was like, no, (laughs) you know, no. So, you know, and I know, I know that happens with every book and you have to forgive yourself and you, you know, you address that if people write like, Hey, this thing is missing that thing. I was, yes, I know. I'm sorry about that. Here's what the, here's what the instruction is. Um, you have to kind of like be easier on yourself. However, I'm not very good at being easy on myself. <laughs> I'm very hard on myself. Do you ever get frustrated when you hear like those songwriters be like, yeah, I sat down and like the lyrics came to me in like 15 minutes and I just kind of made a beat to it. And you know, 20 minutes later, you know, I had this fill in the blank <laughs> hit song that, you know, made them multi multi-millionaires. Listen, that happens. I mean, I, we, especially with writing, I've been writing jokes for years and there are some jokes that just come to you right away. And then there are some that's like I'm still workshopping some things and there's also the same way with recipes and some recipes come right away like oh this would be great and perfect now I have a certain set of parameters to fit the recipes into which is they have to be NSNG no sugars no grains and so some things work really easily and really quickly and and some don't and I'd say the biggest trip up that I have is all all of the intro pages at the beginning of the book. I don't like writing that stuff. I like writing the recipes. So I definitely have my own areas of resistance, which we all do. And you have to you have to just deal with it. And by the way, Fire Nation, that songwriter has been writing songs for like 20 years to be able to sit down and then figure that out in 15 or 20 minutes. So they've all put in the time, put in the reps to actually make that happen. And now here's a little spoiler alert, but you had an issue, a situation, a massive wrench thrown into your launch machine from a little company run by a little guy named Jeff Bezos called Amazon. (laughs) So tell us what happened and how the heck did you keep your sanity when it did happen? 
honestly, I think half the hair fell out of my head, uh. and which is for a woman is not well for anybody is not an exciting thing to happen. I was so. Oh no! Like it was, it was an exercise. I don't want to say in futility. It was an exercise in not letting a giant corporate behemoth dictate how you feel about <laughs> yourself and what you're putting out there. And I, I learned. I practiced every day forgiveness. Every day, I forgive you. Jeff I'm laughing Davis. with you, Anna. No. By the way, just so you know. <laughs> yeah, and I know. And now I know I'm not the only one to go through this because I was literally like, "Are they punking me?" Right. Like, Am I on some list? <laughs> so what happened was that the the books were all. I, I did my work of getting the books pre-sold to a certain number um, that I was told, great, you'll, you're going to get on the, the, the bestseller lists, the certain bestseller lists. Fine, whatever, great. Um, and my, most importantly, you want to do a launch where your book you know, shimmies up the Amazon numbers because then more people will see it. People who've not been exposed to your work. It's a very important thing. And for the second go around, I, I have a wonderful, dedicated, rabid audience. So I wanted to, you know, have that as well as the new folks. So the books were delivered to Amazon. They had thousands of books sitting on their loading dock for like three weeks. And they even then, once they finally got checked in, they were they then have to do what's called trans shipping which is they ship them to other warehouses to then fulfill the orders so it took about a month after the release date and in the meantime a the amazon algorithm was sending these crazy emails to to people who pre-ordered the book saying uh, your estimated delivery, and by the way, the, the launch date was October 1st of 2019. So uh, the they said your estimated delivery will be sometime between October 31st and January 2020. And I was like, well, what? go ahead and put January 2020 on my tombstone because I'll be dead by then <laughs> if they don't ship these books out. <laughs> like, I was like, what? And also it's an exercise in um, my child is healthy, my husband's healthy, mm, my yes, friends, gratitude. I have friends, I have a good life. Let's not let this be the end of the world. But every single day I was like, really, Amazon? But we need Amazon because that's the, that's the main hub through which we sell most of our books. Now, the good thing is, Barnes and Noble, I immediately was like, well, get it at Barnes and Noble. They're stock there because everybody seems to think that Barnes and Noble's a redheaded stepchild and they are not. They're there ready to sell you books. But they sold out immediately and oh. then they had to restock because everybody was like, well, screw Amazon. I'm going to go over to Barnes and Noble. So anyway, it was a big cluster mm -hmm. mess. Yep. And <laughs> I, uh, yeah. And I was like, I, I learned that uh, no matter how you think like you got this, you don't necessarily got this. So I it was also an exercise in releasing attachment to outcomes. And what I did instead was deepen my relationship with my existing fan base to manage the situation. Fire Nation, practice gratitude. I mean, there's a reason why the Freedom Journal and the Mastery Journal have one thing in common. You start your day off by saying, I am grateful for blank. And I challenge everybody as well to be unique with it. Don't just be like, I'm grateful for my husband every single day. Because guess what? We get it. Check that block. Come back to it once a week or so. But find new things, unique things that you're grateful for. And you'll be shocked at the things around you that you're grateful. Like right I now, I am totally anymore. grateful for the fact that I have an inverter AC in my office right now. Because it's like 87 degrees in Puerto Rico with 90% humidity. <laughs> like I'm happy. I'm grateful for that. Yeah. 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 Real grateful. <laughs> 
And uh, you have a full-time job. I mean, you're the voice of NBC during the day. You're a comedian at night, soon to be doing a song skit with your husband. It's going to be amazing that I'm going to get full credit credit. for. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Absolutely. Give me credit twice, and then it's yours forever. Oh, oh, good. Okay. How can somebody, Fire Nation, build a fan base while still rocking a full-time job? Well, here's the thing. I am a big proponent of don't quit your day job until you have certain things in place. And that could be the really like reserved. Um, I don't want to say conservative because I'm not conservative in the sense that like I, I want everybody to take risks. But the, at the time where I was taking big risks was when I had, a you know, a kid in school and uh, I mean, I still have a kid in college right now. You know, it, it's like I, I have a lot of obligations. My husband has a lot of obligations and we're some of the lucky ones to have moved out to Hollywood and have actually made a living working in the entertainment industry. But, but there's a big, but for me, I kind of felt early on, you know, I want to build something else. I want to build something that's not dependent on me waiting for the phone to ring. So yeah, it's super freaking cool right now that I am the voice of uh, NBC's promos for their for their comedies and their you know reality shows and all that stuff. And that's that's an amazing opportunity, and it's very lucrative, and it could go away tomorrow. But what doesn't go away tomorrow is what I've built with uh, podcasting with Vinny and these two cookbooks, and then whatever future cookbooks that I put out. I very specifically wanted to build something. And you know what? I realized I can be an old lady and cooking on YouTube videos and writing recipes. And so for me, it was really important to to kind of create that structure for myself because I don't like the feeling of being reliant on my agent calling me saying, hey, we have a job for you. Because if you're waiting for that to come in, then it becomes you're dependent on it like a, like the the rats in the cage with the crack pellet, you know coming down. And I don't want that. I, I want to be able to build my own. So I very slowly and very organically over the past eight years, I took some of my existing fans because I used to be on television. I took some of my existing fans and we built a, a whole new thing a whole, and and have very slowly and methodically built up an audience. And I took Gary Vaynerchuk's advice to heart really early on when he said that, you know, I know he doesn't have time to do it now, but he responds to people's messages. He answers questions. He stayed up late managing the situation. And, uh, and I am, so one reason half my hair fell out during the launch was because I wanted to answer every single person who wrote me, tweeted me, Facebooked me, Instagram me, DM'd me, you know, everything. I wanted to make sure that I was very hands-on and that's what I mean by deepening my connection with my audience. And I want to get into that more so, but we're going to do that in a little bit because it's such an important and I think really big topic that you Fire Nation need to really kind of wrap your heads around about growing your audience, the new audience, but then also deepening the connection with your existing audience, not like letting that wither on a vine either. Plus, I mean, what I love is that you're going to be telling us some secrets like behind the scenes of making a high quality book without an actual publisher. Like, yes, it can be done, Fire Nation. And then staying aligned with your core message, Fire Nation, it's going to win every single time. It's that authenticity. It's being genuine. Those topics and more are coming up when we get back from thanking our sponsors. 
We're all striving towards different goals. Maybe your goal is to get out of debt or quit your job or take your existing business to the next level. Regardless, you're just one funnel away from accomplishing your goal. And with the one funnel away challenge from ClickFunnels, you can get that one funnel live in just 30 days. Here's how it works. Join the one funnel away challenge at eofire.com slash funnel. Every day you'll receive a mission to complete, each mission being a step in the process of creating, building, and launching your funnel. Get ready to rock your funnel with a trifecta training approach, daily training, live coaching, and accountability from day one through day 30. Complete the task given to you every day for 30 days, and by the end of the 30 days, you should have a funnel that is live and ready to generate leads and sales. Join the next One Funnel Away Challenge for just $100 at eofire.com slash funnel and get daily training, live coaching, and accountability from day one through day 30. That's eofire.com slash funnel. The earth is literally shaking, Fire Nation. Why? The doors to Knowledge Broker Blueprint are open. What is KBB, you just might be asking? It's a revolutionary framework created by legends Tony Robbins and Dean Graciosi on how to take the knowledge you already have and share it to create next level success and impact in your life. Visit kbbbonus.com to learn more about this opportunity. Plus, check out the amazing bonus experience we're including free for anyone who joins KBB using our affiliate link. Oh, you'd like a sneak peek into our bonus experience like right now? Well, we're including a free three-day mastermind in person in San Diego, headlined by Jack Chicken Soup for the Soul Canfield one-on-one coaching with me. Spoiler alert, this bonus will not be available for long. A four-week virtual mastermind with daily access to myself, Kate, Jill, and Josh Jansen of Screw the 9 to 5, and so much more. Visit KBB bonus.com to learn more. That's kbbbonus.com. So Anna, we're back. And as we kind of teased before the break, it's really important for Fire Nation to know they've got to both be growing a new audience, of course, but also deepening the connection they have with their existing audience. And you've been able to do this as you've been self-publishing books and being the voice of NBC and being a comedian. Like you've figured out ways to do this on multiple levels and multiple industries. So talk to us about that, the importance of both and how you can manage that. Your initial round of kind of growing your platform is uh, is kind of like what we were discussing earlier with like being on top of things, answering questions. NSNG, which was started by Vinny, no sugars, no grains, is is kind of a different thing. It's it goes against the diet mentality, and we don't. There's no nutritional info in my book. It's a cookbook of real food. That's it. I, and 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 that's a hard thing, especially someone like me coming from diet mentality who wants to count the grams and the carbs and the thing. You're you're we're sh- I'm trying at least to shift a paradigm with people. Like if you eat real food and avoid processed food, your body will actually start to learn to how how to eat when you're hungry and be full and stop eating when you're full. And and it's a paradigm shift to not go. Oh wait, you don't have to weigh the food and measure the food and count the food and count your things and did to do thirty minutes of that. You no, you don't. So. I understand that the people who are coming to me are looking for a way out of the diet madness. And so I have to establish trust with them. So if I gave them a bunch of recipes that caused them to gain weight or it caused them their type 2 diabetes to come back or after they've done all this work, I wouldn't have a very good trust. So number one for me is putting out content that is just solid, golden and trustworthy. And right there, you will establish 
such a level of trust with your people that they will go to bat for you. They will spread the word about you. And that's what I mean by growing things organically. It's all based on you putting out really high quality content. And it's changed now. We put out a lot of free content before you even sell anything. That's just to me that the, and I don't want to call it the freemium model, but it's just what we're all used to getting a ton of free content before you even pay for anything. And it could be argued too, that you don't even need to pay for my books. You could just go to my website and get recipes. Fine. Most of my audience though, they trust what I'm doing and they're excited to get everything packaged into, into a nice package of a couple of books. So that being said, my audience now the, 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 the notes and the messages that I get are like, it's the holidays right now as we're recording this. I'm not sure when it's going to come out. My audience will, uh, uh, like my ideal buyer of my books, she buys nine to 10 copies of my book wow. and gives them out as gifts. Perfect. So that's how powerful, that's how much they believe and how strong they're aligned to what my message is. And by the way, Fire Nation, that's how 1,000 true fans turns into 10,000 true fans because mm-hmm. that one person is buying 10 copies. So keep rocking it. And I think too, early on, Vinny and I both decided, we both are cut from the same cloth, that we didn't want to take on any sponsors or any uh, any, well, I just, I'll just say sponsors that aren't aligned with what our message is, because it's very confusing when you, when you hear us, when you hear anybody say like, don't do a, and then you're like, here's a, a, a an ad for a, you know, it doesn't make sense. And people have that cognitive dissonance that I, I wanted to be clear on the message. That being said, like I still, there's a lot more to grow. I'm going to come out with a marinara. Eventually I'll come out with cookware. I'm, I'm working towards, you know, broadening the base of what it is that I want to put out there. However, this core audience, they're going to be the ones that sell it. And then as new people come in and they see, oh my gosh, this is really cool. I have access to the author. I can ask questions in her Facebook group and she's actually there. She's joking around with people. She's having fun. That's, that's my philosophy for how I like to handle it. Not everybody likes to handle it that way. It stresses some people out. I like it. I love engaging with my audience. I'm, I'm an uh, internet extrovert and at home I'm an introvert. (laughs) (laughs) Fire Nation. I mean, this is the two balancing acts. I mean, how much time are you going to be spending just focusing on growing your audience? and getting new people to your brand. It has to be some time spent doing that, but definitely not all your time. And on the flip side, you can't just be sitting there and just engaging, engaging, engaging with your fans nonstop who are already your fans. You've also got to be balancing that with the new growth, with the new fans. So you can continue to grow your audience. But again, these people who are already your fans, they're your evangelists. They're going to be the ones that are buying those nine, 10 cookbooks that Anna's talking about and sharing it with their friends. And that is, in a way, like you arming this little sales team to go out and make sure that they are spreading the word for you. Like, I love when I get emails from listeners that it's like, John, I make every single person that I meet listen to at least one episode of your podcast, just because I know it's not for everybody, but I know that a high percentage of people that listen to it should be listening to more episodes of the podcast. And I'm like, thank you. Like, you are my little evangelist out there Mm -hmm, just spreading mm -hmm. that word. And now... One thing I do want to kind of bring it back to the self-publishing model right now, yes, and that's making a high-quality book. I mean, again, right down in my kitchen, I should be holding it in my hand right now, but I'm not. But in my kitchen, right there on the table <laughs> is your book. I've already held it in my hands prior, like when you first sent it over here. It's super high-quality. I mean, the images are sharp. The book is solid. It's beautifully made. And a Thank lot of you. people think you need to go like this professional publisher route to get that kind of end product. 
you've shown that it's possible to actually not go that route to still have super high quality. So tell us all the secrets. Well, okay, listen, I, I totally understand people wanting to go the traditional publishing route because managing all of the moving parts of getting a beautiful book out there in the world and cookbooks, let's be honest, it's all about the hardcover. It's it, the Kindle is fine, but, and it's great for when you're at the grocery store and you're like, Oh, what are the ingredients again? But people, I love hardcover cookbooks. They'll always be a, a, a perennial seller. And so you want to make sure that what you have is gorgeous and competitive. And like my old favorite cookbooks from back in the 60s, 70s and 80s didn't have any pictures because they didn't have the capability of doing that. Now you have to have pictures. So I, um, I think that first of all, cover design is very important to me. I am not good at graphic design. I am very good at giving people words. And so I really believe in figuring out what you're not good at and hiring those people who are good at interpreting. Th- so, so I hired somebody who's wonderful at interpreting the, the words that I say to, in order to put it out. And then I can say, oh, no, move this here. Change that color there. I like this font. Um, I also, and I said this for my first book, I found out it was going to be thirty to $50,000 to hire a, a professional food photographer to shoot about a third of the recipes. And so I was like, oh, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I will go get a Canon 70D for $1,800 and a nice lens for another $500 and sh- start shooting stuff myself. I've now built up and I have several lenses and I, I am, nice. and I took a course, I took a course at Creative Live, Ooh. like, you know, and then I realized, oh, this is really fun. I really like this. Listen, if I had figured out, oh, I'm terrible at food photography, then I would have had to take another route. But luckily I have you know, a penchant for it, I guess you could say. And, uh, and, and it has worked out now things like, uh, I received a very first copy of, of my first book and it was, everybody said, do print on demand, do print on demand. And I did it. And the pages looked terrible. The photos were dull. You could see the text through the, the page thickness was so thin. You could see the, I didn't, I, and I'm like, I don't want that. I want it nice. And so it took months for me to source a printer who would do the weight of paper I wanted, the finish of paper that I wanted, and uh, to make the photos really pop. And where do you start there? Like, where do you kind of start that process? So I worked with a company called Telemachus Press, and they're they're my gurus. They know everything about the book industry. And I know there's several companies out there, but that's the one Say I work with. Say the name with. again. Let's spell it for Telemachus, me. Telemachus, T-E-L-E-M-A-C-H-U-S, Telemachus Press. So they are in charge of doing all this stuff and guiding me. But then, but ultimately it's all on me. They, they'll just, if, if you want to slap something together and throw it in, yeah. sure, they'll do it. Boom. But I don't want that. I wanted, I micromanage and I'm sure if anybody out there calls Telemachus, they'll be like, Oh yeah, Anna, she's a lot. Um, but I, I want it the way that I want it. And that's how it, I get so many five-star reviews. Cause it's a good book. <laughs> that was very kind settle. of you, by the way, by calling yourself a lot. There's a lot of she's, words you could have used she, there. <laughs> she's well, a lot. She's a lot. So I have, I, you know, they, they do all the layout. They, I ask them, Hey, let's get some proofreaders and they find the proofreaders. Um, I say, Hey, help me find some printers. They suggested some printers and they, they, they help you along the way for not much money. They should charge more. Honestly, they should charge more. So putting together a team and knowing where your strengths and where your weaknesses are is very, very important. But ultimately, I'm the one who's got to review this whole thing, make sure it's working. And it's my name on the cover. 
And it's 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 my butt who's going to get chewed out if it's not good by my audience. Well, a know? couple things. First off, I mean, number one, Chase Jarvis would be proud. He's the founder of Creative Live. He was actually on the show just a few weeks I love ago him. promoting his book. He's got a brand new book that just came He's out. He's great. Yes, I'm going to get it. Awesome yes. new book. Um, but number one, because you use Creative Live, but number two, you know, he's the photography guy as well. So he'd love the fact that you took it into your own hands. And that's exactly why yep. he created Creative Live. So people like you could save $50,000 and invest. Hello? in yourself with a camera and then a course which probably costs a couple hundred bucks and now guess what you've yep. saved forty eight thousand dollars that you can invest otherwhere like marketing and doing these other things and etc right. so such or two years of college tuition like that's <laughs> you know it's like sadly what? not a my alma mater that's like a semester at providence college i gotta be honest it's brutal these days <laughs> oh, brutal. brutal i went there on an army scholarship though so i i have no ill will towards my college yeah. i'm not still i'm right. not paying them still <sighs> First of all, I wouldn't get into the colleges that I got into back then. Like they would be like, no, we have so many better choices. Uh, <laughs> you, need to, you need to move along, Missy. So funny. So I know. you have been sharing with us a lot of awesome things about how we kind of take just our entire eternity into our own hands and like dictate our path and our struggles and our obstacles and make them successes for us because that is the case. You don't need to have this massive budget. You don't need to go with a traditional publisher. Like you can do these things that Ann and I are talking about right now. But at the end of the day, one thing that you believe in that I want to really kind of end our chat with is staying aligned with your core message. Why does Fire Nation need to imprint that on their heart? I mean, it doesn't matter what your core message is. You you need to stay aligned with it. You just it because the audience will keep coming back for more as long as they know that you're coming. And things can change too. By the way, I'm not saying like don't shift your paradigms. If a paradigm shifts, great, share that shift with your audience. Here's why I'm doing this now. Here's why I'm doing that. But like, stay aligned with what you know to be your truth. Keeps people with you every single time keeps you relatable. And I always say too, I'm like, for for every person, like, I'm a mom, I've got all this stuff going on for for years, I was making three different dinners, and trying to like, please everybody. And then I said, you know, no, I'm going to do it this way. And I share that journey. And I can't tell you then the number of moms who write me going, Oh, my gosh, that was me. I was doing that. And then I took your advice. I did. Now, if I had if I had said something different or tried to be somebody different, or maybe I'm trying, I can't be Jillian Michaels. I can't be, uh, you know, uh, uh, JJ Virgin who, who's great. You know what I mean? I can't be those people. I can only be myself and talk about my own experience. And that is what has kept the audience there. Now my, I, I could have taken all of that. How do I say, frustration from people that I don't have the uh, nutritional counts in the book. And I, and I, and I challenge people to go, no, I come from a diet mentality and I know just as well as the diet mentality people do, you know, the counts in everything you you've done this. You've already been on this hamster wheel. You can continue to count, by the way, all of my recipes, people have entered into like my fitness pal and stuff like you can't, it's not like a mystery. Like you can go get them if you need it, but I will not put it in the book because I will not, uh, until my paradigm shifts, I will not encourage diet mentality. Not once for one single second. I just won't do it. So that's that, that sort of fervor 
might make people mad, then they're not the right people to hear the message. Oh, I want to say one thing sure. really quickly. If if you have an inspiration or a gift to share with people, this is comes back to the importance of growing an audience organically. If you have that gift to share, you have an idea, you have a content that you want to share, stick with it because there are people out there waiting so for true. your content. So true. So don't forget that and don't try to rush the process. Don't go buy fake followers on a thing. Don't like, don't rush the thing. Don't spend, like you said, don't spend all of your time on the socials doing the thing. Create your content and get good content out there because there are people right now waiting to receive your content. They're jonesing for it. Anna dropping value bombs, Fire Nation. Stay true to your core. And Anna, just give us a final call to action. Like, what do you want Fire Nation to do when they're resonating with your message, with your low carb vibe, with all of this stuff? What do you want Fire Nation to do? Give us that call to action. Well, you know, low carb and keto and whatever you want to call it, NSNG, they're having, it's having a moment right now, let's be honest. And and if you want some recipes, you want to try it out, go to annavicino.com. I have free recipes on my site, or you can sign up for a, a sampler of recipes. And that's, you know, you get on my email list. I'm on YouTube. I'm on the Instagram. Instagram is my favorite, by the way, because I love stories. Stories is like, it's the best. The best. Um, the best. And just get, if you're thinking about doing it, do it. Just try it. Like it can't hurt to try to not have sugar. Like what? Like it can't hurt. Fire Nation, it doesn't hurt. I'm speaking from experience. <laughs> and you know this, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And hello, you've been hanging out with AV and JLD today. So keep up the heat. And if you head over to eofire.com and type Anna, A-N-N-A, in the search bar, her show notes page will pop up with everything that we've chatted about today, links to everything that we've talked about today, not to mention it will pop up the other episodes that she's done on Entrepreneurs on Fire as well. So you can check those out because they were value bombs as well, or should I say two, because that is on point for her second low-carb cookbook, Eat Happy 2, which again, Fire Nation is literally sitting on my kitchen table right now with Anna's big smiley face. So go check out Eat Happy 2 at your favorite bookstore, whether that be Amazon, Barnes & Noble, all the awesome places. And if you want, be one of those awesome people that gets nine of these for gifts for your family, friends, and loved ones because you know that they want to live a happier, healthier lifestyle. And of course, AnnaVocino.com. Head over there. She's got all that free, great stuff for you. And Anna, I just want to say thank you for sharing value bombs with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you. Thank you, my friend. Thank you for having me. And you're the best. Take care. Hey, Fire Nation. Today's value bomb content was brought to you by Anna. And just remember this. Successful entrepreneurs accomplish big goals, huge goals. That's why I created the Freedom Journal to guide you in accomplishing your number one goal in 100 days. And we're talking step by step. So visit thefreedomjournal.com. Use promo code podcast for $15 discount. And thank you for listening to my podcast. And I will catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. The One Funnel Away Challenge from ClickFunnels supports you from day one through day 30 to help you get your funnel live in just 30 days. Join the next One Funnel Away Challenge for just $100 at eofire.com slash funnel. That's eofire.com slash funnel.
Today is the day, Fire Nation. The doors to Knowledge Broker Blueprint are open. What is KBB? It's a groundbreaking system created by legends Tony Robbins and Dean Graciosi on how to take the knowledge you already have and share it to create next level success in your life. Visit kbbbonus.com to learn more about KBB+. Plus, Check out our amazing bonus experience we're including free for anyone who joins KBB using our affiliate link. That's kbbbonus.com dot com.